Don't do what I did. It's safe to say we are a, I don't know, melting pot of neurodiversity in our house. And with that comes a lot of introspection about, you know, our lives and, and who we are. And the other day I was taking an autism assessment test online. And I was like, this, this, this feels familiar. And then I remembered um, someone had posted something similar on Twitter. And I had taken it and did what you should never do, which is share your opinion on Twitter. So when I took it back then, I said, this is really interesting. And, and knowing what I know about neurodiversity today, you know, go consult your doctor, right? Go, go have an official diagnosis, um, which, which it takes a lot of time. You can't just take a quiz. And I, I did the stupid thing of sharing my opinion on Twitter. Definitely don't do that. And I said, this assessment is interesting, but I find it no different than a Harry Potter quiz on MySpace. Holy shit. The two things that you should not talk about on Twitter, Harry Potter and neurodiversity. Since we're talking about Twitter, I wanted to dip into the world of social media for a second. Um, if you're not familiar, Twitter shut down apps or what we call third-party apps in the developer world. And this, if you're not familiar, back when Twitter first started, there were no apps for it. Um, they had a website. And all these different little indie developers sort of built apps so you could use Twitter on your phone. And then one of the most popular ones, Twitter bought and just sort of, it, they said, okay, this is our app now. And these other apps have been floating around for us, you know, old timers. I'm 41, so <laughs> I guess I'm an old timer. Uh, and the first app I ever built was for Twitter. And it was the first time where I said, whoa, I could actually make a career out of this software development thing. Um, I can trace my entire career back to that moment where I, where I said, I'm going to make an app. Um, the other thing about Twitter, and people make fun of me when I say social media has changed my life. And then I tell them my story and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, so the other part of Twitter is I met, I met Sarah on Twitter, um, back in 2010. Um, pretty sure I invented sliding into DMS. I think Twitter was four years old at that point, slid into her DMS and poof out popped a, a kid, um, got hitched and all that jazz. And now there's an eight year old running around and that all started because of Twitter. The other one is TikTok. Uh, spoiler alert. I have pink hair. And when I was getting my pink hair done, I was talking about how much social media has changed my life. And I called out Twitter and TikTok specifically. And I was kind of being laughed at in a way like, oh, social media, it's this thing. Yeah, I don't do that. Or I, I see those posts on Instagram and I'm like, yeah, I got sober because of TikTok. And then it's like record scratch. What? Because <laughs> the stuff that gets reposted to Instagram, you, you know, I'm an old fogey. I, uh, I, I get a lot of my generation saying, I don't do TikTok. I'm old. I see that stuff on Instagram just two weeks later. But the, the mental health aspect of TikTok is lit. And when you tell people that you have a better understanding of mental health because of TikTok, it literally is a, a record scratch moment in the room. And so... 
<laughs> and and since I'm old and I'm you know doling out advice about Harry Potter quizzes and whatnot, uh, do not marry someone until you see their TikTok algorithm. Their TikTok algorithm knows them better than they know themselves. Free advice. There you go. And with that, I think I'm done. Thanks for listening. <laughs>